Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. You went to the dinner party? Nobody. Oh. Nobody. It. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, no, we're, it's not a dinner party. We're having people over. Nice. Are you jealous? No, I just ordered sushi for me to eat alone in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fine. Oh, I love you. Um, speaking of rice pudding, we had a guest this week, which has nothing to we do with We don't know if she likes pudding yeah. or not. Yeah, I, we know I, I should have asked her. Yeah, we know I she should. doesn't like ice cream. That's true. That's true. So we pudding do. might be a cousin of yeah. that. Uh, Who is it, Bo? Yeah, our guest this week is the uh, ever-funny Paige Weldon. You've seen her on The Late Late Show with James Corden. She's been on Heathers as an actor. Uh, She's Writer for corporate. Yeah, Yeah. she is awesome. I love her stand-up. It's so great. So uh, she's got an album out there, and she'll tell you a little bit more about that later. But uh, let's not waste any time. Let's just get in there, dig in with Paige Weldon. Yeah, uh, when she found out that you were Jewish, <laughs> that was the selling point because Meryl's like, finally, I got to get a Jewish girl a on A Jewish here. friend. Yeah, my, my grandmother made me lox and eggs this morning. Shut <laughs> up. Are you kidding? Isn't that like, doesn't that fulfill you with like power and yeah. fuel? Mm-hmm. Is there something else? Uh, is, do you guys put like the everything bagel salt seasoning on it or what else? Oh, no. I mean, she unfreezes a bagel for me, <laughs> of course. Great grandma-ish. She toasts it. She cuts her bagels into quarters. Really? Because she can't sleep at night. She eats all day long. So she'll eat like a quarter of a bagel. She nauseous. So she doesn't yes. overdo it. Yes. She eats all day long. She'll really? eat the tiniest amount of things all day long. Is she the kind of person who looks like she eats all day long? or She's is she... very tiny. Really? My grandma looks incredible. She also has had like a lot of work done. So she looks very young. Wait, wait what do you mean? She's had work like done? Like she's had many facelifts. Really? really? But it looks good. 
Really? Yes, it's crazy. Like you'd see her. She's almost eighty. She she looks fifty. She looks incredible. Now is she like an Elizabeth Taylor type of like? Is she like a socialite or? No, actually, she's very antisocial. <laughs> <laughs> she's <What>? like <laughs> all done up and nowhere to go. Like yeah. all all face lifted and nowhere to go. You know, I think for many years she would go to things. You know, work events for my grandpa, work events for herself, things like this, and then at some point. She really, she didn't have to anymore, and she never liked it anyway. So wow. she, she stays at home. Does she make matzo ball soup? She does. She and my grandpa make that one together. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. And where in wow. L.A. is your favorite place for matzo ball soup? Uh, Langer's is probably oh, okay. the best. I, I, although I just end up at Cantor's yeah. because Cantor's is open all the time. Langer's closes at 3 p.m. I know, but Cantor's is a huge... Really? I feel, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've been to Cantor's, and they're Cantor's supposed to be the famous. Food but is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, where's like the carrots and the celery? And well, they do a they do a mishmash, mm-hmm. which is like a kreplock and a everything, and you can add carrots. I think. Oh, that's a, see, that's a, a hack, yeah. like animal style, but <laughs> yes. rabbit style. <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> do you live with your grandma? No. No, you just go over there for. Yeah, whenever I'm in San Diego, I I, oh, I okay. stay with them in El Cajon. Yeah. Oh my gosh! That's well, amazing. Have they seen your set? They saw me just. Uh, well, they saw me. I was on the Late Late Show this. this oh week. yeah! Right. Congratulations! Oh, yeah, that was yeah. amazing. Fuck yes! <laughs> Thank and your you. set was awesome. I just yeah, we just watched it again. Like the right Late now. Show with James, James Corden. James Corden. Yeah. yeah. So that's the first time that they've seen me i i believe i my grandma's a little too good with the computer she finds me you know on things oh man but so were they in the crowd or did they see you on they TV? just saw it on okay, tv yeah nice. they they do how exciting it. for yeah. them yeah yeah i was glad it went well okay so, so it like, did it went really well are people at home like just kind of give us like a sneak peek into what that experience is like even just getting the call that you're on it and kind of the day of the show like what's oh them? well it's awesome it's really cool uh it's a it's Truly, like, I've done many, many cool things in comedy that I've been very lucky to do, but I feel like it is one of those things that I wanted to do from, you know, it's a very obvious check mark. That's a goal. Like, you want a late night set. So I actually found out on like a on a Monday, I got the call from my agent. I hate saying that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, you know, I might, they, you know, they might have a spot on Thursday. They You're like, I had to have the limo pull over. And then we <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, you know, so I was so on Monday, I was waiting for my landlord to call me back because we had a leak in our ceiling. <laughs> and then I get a call back from, I get a call out of, I, I didn't even expect it. And it was like, Hey, I will let you know very soon, but would you be available Thursday? And they they already liked a tape I had submitted, so it was it was just very fast. And then Tuesday, I was leaving to pick up my friend Lindsay Adams, a very funny comedian. We were going to come down to San Diego and do Lestats. And uh, I was on my way to pick her up, and they called me all of my agents this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's a big deal. And then they were like, so you, you, you're going to be recording on Thursday. Wow. Yeah. And so and I also was, like, kind of sick that week. I uh-huh. was, like, not feeling super great. So, like, day of, I was just, like, pounding cough drops and Dayquil and just wow. isn't that yeah. always how it happens where we have these visions of like when I travel <laughs> yeah. to this place or when I like yeah when I like fall in love with this person but then it's like never there's always like a side weird thing happening of course other things of course yeah. it can't be easy uh but yeah they they picked me up in a car. It was very exciting. Was he in the car singing with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, no. Uh, but yeah, very lovely setup. Very, very nice green rooms. Really? Uh, they got a designer in there, and they are real swanky. So, do you wait? <laughs> do you have to, uh, like? Do you do your set right at the top and then leave, or do you wait for the whole show to be taped? Or so what's it's the at the very end of the show. Uh, so. Uh, 
you get there early call time and they, you know, do a sound check and they, you know, hair and makeup and all that. You get to hang in the green room for a little bit. They do a bit at the top of Corden where they come around to your green room and they are your, I guess it's your dressing room when it's your own room, huh? Green room is for all the comedians. Dressing room. (laughs) And uh, they knock on your door and they do a fun bit where you interact with James. and, And so that was fun. And then you know they do all the interviews and everything and then the comedian is the last thing who was on the show because i actually just saw your bit yeah so it was it was eric mccormick from will and grace okay will of will and grace and then i i feel so bad i'm forgetting her name right now but the star of dumplin the the netflix movie okay yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so they were the two guests did you meet them or was it i didn't actually separated yeah you just kind of everything everything moved pretty pretty quick yeah. everyone's doing their own thing yeah. yeah and do you like do you find yourself changing the pacing a lot of that of your set or is it like like how does it differ from a normal club one that you would like how you would deliver it uh i guess it was a little bit different just because there's such a warm crowd mm-hmm. and so um you know it gets a little slowed down for that reason like the set i planned is five minutes it ended up being about six because of audience reaction sure. and stuff sure. like that yeah yeah. So cool. And like, how do the people in your life react? I love hearing oh, about that too. Everyone like, has been very positive. I had friends who came and, and hung out in the dressing room and watched it, you know, from the yeah. back and they were all very nice and uh, everyone's just been very positive. And it's really cool for like, like my grandparents now have an example of like well, the thing I've been telling them I've been doing, right. you know, all this time and effort. It, it's like, yeah. you can prove it with this thing. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure they're all like, Oh, thank God she's good. Oh my God. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> you know. I mean, I feel like you're like from the seven minutes I've met you, you seem like a nice person and you're also in LA. And so like Bo and I talk about kind of, competition or lack thereof like we are both very of the mind of like everyone can win and we all like successful people but I'm getting that vibe from you too so like (laughs) did you do you feel like there was uh I mean I guess kind of like where you're at do you feel a lot of people like oh you got this why didn't I get this or or not really not really I mean I think you know I, I don't know not to pat myself on the back but I just think I've I've been a person who works hard for a long yeah. time and most people who know me know that and so they're just happy exactly yeah I also think you know with comedy it's like anytime someone gets something it goes oh thank god people are still interested in comedy right okay good yeah. good good so yes. maybe then I'll do it later you yes. know what I mean I mean it's possible someone thinks that uh I suck and I shouldn't have done it but, but they haven't said them. it to me yeah so. I, I don't think so I don't think you're definitely one of the one of those people that I look at and it's I'm surprised that you're not bigger than you are just just yet <laughs> just you know wait. what I mean it's just like just yet you will be I think I that's feel. a good way to be right because then when you get something everyone's happy for you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you yeah. don't want to be like and thank you also by yeah. the way that's very nice um, I know part of your set you talked about that you're like a you like to leave places and I, it's yeah. so funny because I absolutely do as well I like to like go for like 40 minutes and then I get exhausted and leave but the night that you were on Bo's show uh at the Riff City show at this place called The Whistle Stop here in San Diego. Great show. Great show. Thank you. It, thank I'm you. used to leaving and I'm and then I saw you perform and I'm like, <laughs> wait, I'm staying now. So like, so thank you. You helped me stay at a place. Because, wow. And then I know An I honor. Wish, we went out to like two in the morning after that too. I had yeah. such a fun time. So I was That's like, right. oh my gosh, Paige, you helped me not leave. So, <laughs> do you do you get a lot of like people texting like 
you know, like kind of like, where are you? Or they just know at this point that you're going to duck out. Oh, I mean, I feel like there's obviously some exaggeration. Mm -hmm. Of course. If I'm leaving somewhere, I say goodbye to the person who invited me. Yeah. Like if I'm leaving a show, I'll say goodbye <laughs> to the host or, or whoever. What I what I don't understand is this like finding everyone. <laughs> yeah. Thing. It makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> I'm like individually telling everyone. I can't. <laughs> it's it's also it takes so long. Yeah. yeah. I can't do it. No, Mer- me too. Meryl's the opposite because like I've gone to places with her where we go to a party together. She's driven. And then I'll be like, hey, where are you? Like I, I've looked around the room. You're not here. Like, oh, I left 20 minutes ago. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'll be like, <laughs> I'm, you're my ride. Like you have to take an Uber. Our and last like, time we were having so much fun. And then I just left and Bo texted. By the time he texted me, I was at home in the bathtub, like pumicing my foot. <laughs> <laughs> and then he and I, and I was having a great time. I just like, I don't know what happens. I get like overwhelmed with too much stimulation sure. or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, also, if you go somewhere with someone, I, I always feel guilty if I tell them I want to leave. Right. And then it's clear they're still having a good time. You don't like, want to ruin I just their. Go, yeah. it's, you know, y- you stay. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's going to cost you 10 bucks to yeah. take a lift home or whatever. But <laughs> I, 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 the guilt of like, I also just don't I can't go somewhere with someone who's not going to be on my same wavelength yeah no and and i like friends that understand like i will never be mad at someone flaking or bailing totally i'm happy yeah yeah. by all means (laughs) are you you from la uh i grew up in temecula california oh Oh, yeah wine country oh yeah up above where i lived Uh, that's the wine country it's very funny the things people know about temecula are the wine country and Pachanga. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I was 17. I yeah. didn't go. <laughs> yeah, Pachanga's a casino out here. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say hot air ballooning. Cause I know hot that air about ballooning. I have never been in one, but that definitely was a thing. You'd, you'd be on your way to school and you'd see a hot air yeah. balloon. That's how some of the kids got to school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Parking lot nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should podcast from there, but I forgot. I just remembered I'm completely afraid of how you said it. And especially that. It just, I don't understand. No, yeah. You're basically asking. So we're in the air <laughs> next to a fire (laughs) it's just it's crazy yeah held held up by four ropes yeah Yeah. and and i know they can figure out the landing but it just i'm not gonna do it (laughs) i don't understand how yeah i just i don't get it either no i don't i've never been in one i don't want to be if it came up i wouldn't you know ruin it for everyone or something if everyone was going on one but i'm not seeking it why do people think it's a romantic thing because you get up there it's it's you and your partner and then the guy controlling it it's like what are you gonna do get up there and have a conversation like well what do you think bill you know what i mean uh, there's a lot of like proposals that happen too and i always just picture the third person right there funny well i think often it's a group as well oh yeah not even just the third person yeah Again, I have not been in one. I do not know. I've just heard. <laughs> I don't know. Third party air ballooning. Yeah. Um, I, w- I just got back from uh, Sketchfest in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and I was going to ask you about like your experience with comedy festivals in general. Sure. Have you done a lot of those? Or I've done a handful. I think Sketchfest is definitely one of the better ones. Yeah. It's a good time. Don't you feel yeah. like it's, uh, I mean, maybe you know a lot of people already going in, but kind of the initial feeling I got there, too, is it's almost like, a talking about leaving, it's like a giant party where you feel like everyone knows each other somehow. Sure, like, so yeah. at festivals, are you the kind of person that are you like, oh, let me connect and network? Or are you like, let me just do my thing? And uh, the second thing. Yeah, I <laughs> I try, you know, I'm nice. I'm friendly to the people who are at the show. But like, you know, I've gone to Sketchfest many years where I will go to the after parties and I have a great time. But like, for example, this this year I went and I went right after I had just been in Iowa. 
I, I, I had a college show oh, in Iowa. No. Oh, my gosh. And it was a great show. It I had was. a great time. Oh, good, it was good. at Morningside College. They were very nice to me. You can have good college gigs. We just had yes. a guest on that had a horrific college gig. So, yeah. It varies. Why You know, everyone is always very nice, but it, the best ones are the ones like this one where it was in like a good room for comedy. They have like it's sort of like a lounge area where people hang out. It's, you know, low ceiling, uh-huh, et cetera. Yep. But I had come back. I had I knew it was going to be I was going straight from there to San Francisco rather than coming back to L.A. And it was just a really early morning. I had to drive in to the to the airport in Omaha in snow and I was exhausted and <laughs> I just got in to San Francisco and I did my shows and I, I had a, I had one friend who was actually there. That's the problem with Sketchfest is it's over several weeks yeah. So oftentimes the, your friends will be on a different weekend yes. oh. or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So I had one friend who was there and he was going to be hosting an 11 p.m. show. So I knew that he wasn't going to be at the after party until very late. And I just thought, I'm going to go back to my hotel. <laughs> I can't <laughs> do it. I just can't because I would have gotten to the party and fallen asleep, <laughs> you know. And I think it's I feel like I can do that because I've been previous years and been to the party. Yeah. Like if it's the first time I'll go, you know what yes. I mean? But at some point you go, OK. It's so funny to have like in certain situations, I can be like, OK, I have friends and I feel confident and I have self-esteem. And then like. I feel like it's eighth grade again as you walk into this bar and you don't know anyone yeah. and everyone's in clumps. And like, I tried to be like, just stand there. Don't look at your phone. Just like make eye contact. <laughs> but instead it's, it's funny how like quickly we can lose our like self-esteem yeah. that we've built or that we would have in other like situations. Right. You know? Well, and I think I go, I know if I'm in a situation where I don't know a lot of people and I'm going to have to be exerting a lot of energy to be friendly and to, to make, you know, make conversation. I know that that's going to be like exhausting yeah. for me. Yeah. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to need to be alone the next day. You know, yes. <laughs> so I, I feel like it's, it, you know, knowing that balance is part of it, too. Do you uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit about like when you're on the road, you've done a lot of road shit. I mean, how, how long have you been doing comedy? Um, Almost eight years now. Yeah. And so have you had any like when you're on the road, like just shows that were like, what the fuck just happened right here? Not like you didn't have your best show, but like shows that like. Is there like a goat giving birth or something yeah. while you're doing um, I haven't had too many. I feel like the most common thing is just there's no one there. You yeah. know, you, you hear about, oh, this show is supposed to be good or whatever. And then 10 people come or whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's always the hard thing. But, um, often I feel like when you go out of town, it's so much better than being in Los Angeles. <laughs> really? You know? you don't, do you not like L.A.? I do like L.A., but there's just such a saturation of shows that you end up at way more situations where no one is there. Yeah. You know, unless you're on a particularly good show. Yeah. Um, I've never. <sighs> I mean, that's great. Yeah. That's That's awesome. We've had some people tell us like. They, they got booed off stage or they were just put in the wrong place. Or they're the only comic in a room full of uh, people who didn't want comedy, that kind of thing. I did have the last college I did. Um, it was sort of uncomfortable. It was in this sort of bit. They, it was one of the ones where they'll put you in like a lecture hall, which is a little. Uh, it's uh, all, yeah. With always, like a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. I, picture. <laughs> I always say I wish I had prepared something because yeah. <laughs> it just feels very odd to be up there. Just you. But um it was sort of a bigger room, but there was there was a decent amount of people there, and they were having a good time. But there was this row of sort of broy dudes, and you know, 
they were just chatting the whole time uh. where it was like it was distracting you know you yeah. try to just keep talking because you hope that they'll just they're just having a moment right but it you know i got 20 minutes in and they were just still oh my god talking and i always whenever i do a college i go can i cuss what's the deal <laughs> Because sometimes the answer is no. And uh, sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, we're cool. We don't care. <laughs> Which they, I feel like the c- t- college kids are always like, oh, say whatever you want. Oh. <laughs> we, we, we're so cool. <laughs> what, happens if, what happens if they say no and you do? Do they like not pay you? or? No. I mean, uh, the worst thing that could happen is I guess they would complain to my college agent oh, or something. Okay. And they just wouldn't book but you? But I, I haven't had that, yeah. you know, because I always ask. Just because I, I think the first time I did a college, I was like, oh, I can't say so scared (laughs) you know because not that my material is particularly vulgar or you know anything but i just you get worried you're gonna accidentally say something right um even just like an accidental fuck you're like oh my god yeah (laughs) oh they're they're innocent ears but (laughs) these guys were just talking and it's sort of weird, you know, in a club scenario, you go, All right, shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah. Right. And I sometimes cannot get my so i just said i'm sorry can you guys shut the fuck up (laughs) i love it and i had asked i said they said i could (laughs) but they reacted kind of the way that like you know when a little kid gets in trouble and they just go silent and they're all awkward and so i told the guys i was like i'm sorry that was aggressive but truly you're talking so much, and if you want to leave, I will not be offended. Please go. Wow. And you're like, but mommy loves you. Yeah. Where <laughs> I just go like, there's the other people here are having a good time. Yeah. I even had a girl come up to me afterwards, and she was like, I'm really glad you said something. It was so distracting. I like couldn't hear you. Yeah. But for a moment, I said it, and then I was like, this really isn't the environment to say that. And then, but I at the same time, I go, you know what? They deserved it. Yeah. They were dicks. The- yeah, and they. Oh, I just weird. Hate, I hate any kind of that or heckling. And we yeah. had a heckler this month on our show. It was ridiculous. It's so uncomfortable. It's so. It's like, do you not realize how this works? Like yeah, you, you like, have to have seen it. Like yeah, because it's like not only. I think sometimes if someone's heckling, they think it's only affecting the comic, and oh, the comic should be able to handle it. But it's affecting everyone, and everyone, yeah. you know, whether it's a free show, paid show, whatever, they came out. To see comedy. Yeah. yeah. And now it's about you. Yeah. And, and that's that's not fun. That's you know? probably getting worse and worse. Yeah. Too. yeah. Do you find that like taking control of on stage has like trickled over to any other parts of your life where now you're just like, uh uh-uh, uh, like. I mean, I think just generally as I get older, I take way less shit. It's yeah. just <laughs> like I'm so over it. You know, I, I, I feel like in the last couple of years, I just, I, I've been able to put it to myself this way where I go, I am tired of being uncomfortable so that people who are being rude to me can be comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just go, you know what? No, let me push this discomfort onto them because they're the ones who deserve this in the situation, you know? And and so I, I definitely feel like it's, I've had to temper it, you know, where I go, okay, that wasn't necessarily worth it, et cetera. But yeah, and this is definitely an instance where I was like, was that worth it? But <laughs> that minute you say it, you, you know right you go, away. Because like, it kind of got silent. Yeah. Because they, you know, are 19 or whatever, and they think they're on top of the world, and they can say whatever. Yeah. You know? Right. And so, but it was very funny because they didn't leave. They didn't. They no, stayed. No, they, they stayed. And just kind of like sat nicely. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with their hands folded. <laughs> and and reveal. Like, and I started trying to talk to them because I was like, all right. I've uh, yelled at yeah. them. Let me. 
see if I can figure out what's going on. So I was then like, you're trapped in a room with them and feeling <laughs> bad about it. And you're like, Oh, okay. I know. But I, so I, but then they, they, you know, they stay, you yeah, know what amazing. I mean? So it's like, obviously they weren't hating it. They yeah. were just like, they didn't know. Yeah. I think sometimes people haven't been to a comedy show ever. Right. Huh. And so they just don't know. Um, but it turned out they didn't even go to school there. They were just like, at the <laughs> <laughs> oh <show."> my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to the girl afterwards. She's like, eh, they don't even go here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, I was gonna say one thing too, that I feel like you balance pretty well in my mind at least is I know and I want to talk to you about this because you're very multi-talented you're a writer an actress a stand-up so like what kind of came first of your own stand-up stand-up came Definitely. first and then but I mean obviously writing because you were writing the stand-up but writing right. for an actual tv show sure came. I, well I you know I've been doing stand-up the longest and then uh was two or three years ago now ish um, I started working on corporate, but I was a writer's assistant in, in that room. And um, Corporate that is the t- a TV show. On Comedy Central, uh, Jake Wiseman, Matt Ingebrigtsen, and Pat Bishop created. And I've known those guys for years through stand-up, uh, which is that's the thing is like everything ends up coming from everyone. People know you as a stand-up that they like. Right. Yeah. And they go, why don't you do this as well? Right. right. And what was your what's the experience like as a writer's assistant? Um, it's cool. You know, they're also very, they know me. So they're very open to me pitching and things like that in the room. And they're just super nice guys. And is it a mix of like ideas and going to get Starbucks or is it like at it, that room? It, the first season it was that uh-huh. I was doing more of that second season, a little bit less, um, which I, I'm at a point where I, I can't talking about like this idea of like the older you get, the less you can do it. <laughs> yeah. I just go at this point. I can't. I anymore. feel that way too. Could <laughs> yeah. you imagine being, being like Winona Ryder's assistant? Like, I feel like I just have no energy for like the Devil Wears Prada type of oh, situation. Oh, sure. Like I've, I'm lucky I've never had that experience. But uh, yeah, like for example, the first season I, I worked on production too. And it was a lot of running errands and stuff like that. And so second season, I was like, I can't do the production part. I'm sorry. It's 12 hours a day. Right. It's your whole life. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I'm hoping to get more experience actually in a writer's room yeah. as a writer. I've done a handful of things. I did something uh, last year for Funny or Die where it was like a little mini writer's room where we were helping this guy uh, sort of formulate the episodes of like a season arc. That was really fun. Uh, I, I love that kind of stuff of like pitching on someone else's idea. Yeah. Like me and my friends will frequently get together and we'll round table um, like f- each 15 minutes. We'll talk about bits we're working on and then we'll yeah. give each other notes. Oh, oh that's, that's so great. great. And I, I always, I, I love giving people ideas. Yeah. It's so satisfying when someone has a, a tag or something in their set that is yours Yeah, and it works. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I came up with that. So as an, as an actress, then do you sometimes like look at a script and you're like oh this would be so much better or funnier if it was this oh i mean i i haven't done a ton of acting and i'm very lucky that the two things i've acted in primarily were corporate which is you know i was involved in and i loved and then i was in heathers and that both were such good scripts yeah Yeah. and then on heathers we definitely got an opportunity myself and alan morse who we we were we played the two stoner girls they would give us a lot of opportunity to like improvise really and have fun oh, yeah. oh how good that, and as like a comedian and writer that's pretty much the dream right to like yeah in yeah. particular and i'm not encouraging anyone to do this but i am but i'm not is <laughs> you should find the final episode of heathers which they did not air the 10th episode 
uh, there's a scene where Alan and I, it's one of our longest scenes where we actually have like a full conversation and we improvised a ton of that. And it's, yeah, I was really proud of it. Oh, so how cool. again, and I'm not encouraging anyone to download it illegally. If you do, you know, just, is there like it, a, it's, that's your decision. There's no like type in page <laughs> for like 10% off or something like <laughs> Oh boy, I wish. And that was filmed in LA? Yes. Cool. Uh, in Chatsworth, <laughs> Chatsworth, California. Oh, um, I was going to ask you, I was going to switch gears a little bit uh, into comedians that you've worked with and th- who your dream comedian would be to open for at this oh, point wow. in your career. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Is there somebody that you're just like, oh, this is this person is, uh, you know, really inspired yeah. me as I was it would coming be really up. cool to, to work with Ali Wong because she yeah. seems like a really hard worker, yeah. you know, and, and I, like I, I have heard from, you know, uh, Kevin Kamiya, a very funny comedian who opens for her that he, it's like awesome to, to work with her. Cause she's just, she'll like go in ba- in the back and like listen to her set and work on it. And I, that, I try to do that same kind of thing. I have opened for Beth Stelling and that was really fun to do. Oh, nice. And she's great. She's incredible. I opened for her in Atlanta at laughing school a couple of years ago and, She's she's like, you know, you see someone every night go up over a weekend, but it's like it's really fun to watch her every night. Yeah. Do people Um, tend to uh, compartmentalize you in any like she's like this or like me, me in particular? I mean, I, I, you know, I've heard every kind of just I think because I am kind of um, dry and I can Uh and I can be I can tend towards a more monotone voice. I get, you know, especially earlier on when I was doing comedy, people would be like, oh, Aubrey, Jewish Aubrey Plaza or whatever. Uh, Yes. Yep. (laughs) I I saw a lot of comments on my YouTube videos, which is reductive. Uh, (laughs) And I also can't believe that Aubrey Plaza is not Jewish. I'd be like, wait, isn't she the Jewish? I don't think so. (laughs) Damn it. I I believe it, but I don't think so. (laughs) I can't confirm. I feel like she's not like hyper enough to be. Uh, are you um, hypochondriac at all, or not really? Because I feel like uh, I'm, a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I am definitely neurotic. Yeah, I, 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 but I, I, I think I'm pretty reasonable. Okay, I never like think I'm dying. Oh, you okay, know. you're calm for a Jewish person. Uh, really. <laughs> well, get to know me a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. And wait, do I re- from your set? Are you also an only child? I am an only me child. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what was that experience like for you? <laughs> Uh, oh this is makes me so excited it was sick you know (laughs) i loved it (laughs) yeah i uh, yeah i don't know any other way i did i do have a half brother who um he lived with us for like a couple of years when he decided he wanted to and uh when he was like in middle high school and i was he's like maybe seven eight years older than me um and you know, it was such a brief period that I just don't really remember. Right. Very oh my much. god, I can't even imagine a half brother that. Like, I would. Yeah, I do not. That's like a horror movie. Like, <laughs> I mean, we definitely <laughs> would fight and argue. Yeah, um, but it was just, you know. I feel like I was young and I didn't really remember it that much. I mostly remember being an only child. And you never missed, you didn't have like pretend brothers and sisters that you would talk to. Like, no, no me neither. Isn't no. it fun? I just didn't think about it. I know. <laughs> but as you get older, then do you feel the pressure of like taking care of your family then? Like, I guess so. I don't know. I don't feel like they really put that pressure on me, but you know, I'm lucky. My parents are pretty chill people. Yeah. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Your parents, uh, obviously they've seen your set or, many yeah. of them uh what uh is there anything that they're offended by because sometimes like i don't know how your parents are but if i were to tell jokes about my parents or or no, my my they, background they like it they do i uh i only sort of recently started talking about them more in my stand-up 
And I was in, I was doing this show in Oakland uh, at Critical Hit. It's called, or no, it's called Critical Hit. It's at a, it's at a, a comic book shop that I forget the name of. It's Your Move Games. Uh, really great show in Oakland. Wait, the name of the venue is It's Your Move Games? Yes. Oh my. And it's <laughs> the show called, is called Critical, Critical Hit. Hit. <laughs> I think uh, I just like either gained or lost two IQ points. I'm trying to think about this. I mean, I was just trying to remember it. Because <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, like I would like to say they are a great show. Yeah. And they, they um, I occasionally go up there and they have they always have a headliner do a half hour and so my parents live in reno right now and uh i have my dad's cousin mike and his wife live in oakland so uh my parents were visiting the bay area it's not that far from reno uh and they wanted to come out and do it to a show so i came up and i met them i booked a few shows and they came to see me do uh, my long set at critical hit and I'm pretty open with my mom. Like she knows <laughs> what I talk about and everything, but I, I, and my dad is super accepting of it, but I just don't talk to him as much. And so I told him, I was like, just ahead of time. I wrote a joke about, uh, your guys tattoos. I have a joke about how you cry when you watch the voice. Um, I have a joke about how you say you don't know what day Halloween. Like I just, I prepped him Yeah, yeah and yeah. he, and he was dying. He was laughing so much during the set. So he, he, he likes it. You know, they've, they've yet to tell me anything I shouldn't say about that. Were you always, I mean, this is a, I don't know. Were you always as a kid, were you like that funny kid or, or did this kind of come out of your, uh, more in your twenties, like this, I this idea of being a comedian, you know, I think I've always liked comedy. Yeah. And I used to draw like, uh, like when I was a teenager, I would draw like funny cartoons and stuff. That was more what I would do. Yeah. And then, but uh, actually like wanting to do comedy and perform is, was more like, I guess when I was, I started when I was like 19. Um, and, but then sometimes I, like over Christmas, I was looking through my parents since they moved somewhat recently, there's all these boxes of, uh, old photos and photo albums and I was looking through them and I'm like I'm very goofy in every single one of these pictures <laughs> so I'm like oh my god like I'm really hamming it up in a major way so maybe there was a little bit of that streak in me but I don't know That's and so like because when I saw your set your material was great but also I feel like you own your uh, facial expressions are extremely <laughs> funny. And I feel like that's, has that something that you've had to work on? And do you like look at yourself in the mirror when that, when you practice that? Or is that I think overall with comedy, it's always something that is, or with stand up in particular, I mean, the, it, everything is something I do anyway, but I just learn how to use it. Yeah, and, you and use it really well. It. Thank it's, you. Yeah, it's a great tool. I mean, your cover photo yeah. is kind of you like doing the <laughs> almost like I have a headache thing. And yeah. It, that is just, I feel like that, uh, I don't see a lot of that in comedy. I, like, I don't see people, I mean, they'll pause and make a face, but I feel like you use it very well. Like, yeah, oh, you have this opening, well, it's a joke that in the first minute at least that you're like, uh, you were told it's you're the type of person that looks like they would have allergies. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like, like, holy fuck, that's such a great, like, because it, it, the whole audience is just immediately on your side. Yeah. That's a really smart way of starting. It's the only good opener I've ever written. It's <laughs> so write. good. Openers are so hard for that reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because to be able to boil down like, okay, this is the first time everyone's seen me. Yeah. What are they thinking about me? How do I diffuse this? Yeah. How do I go? I if know. You're, if you're the second or third comic, then you're like, okay, well, what's this girl's deal? Yeah. Like, okay. Well, what's this guy going to say that's funny? Because right. especially after you, you come up after someone's got had a hot set, like right. even yeah. just a hot five or whatever. Yeah. And then you're, you've got to win them over with a new brand of something. It's yeah. like, we know you like the matrix, but how about Schindler's list? It's like, <laughs> yeah. wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, do, do you have any allergies? 
Uh, I have like seasonal. I'm I'm always congested. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say I'm allergic to dairy as a Jewish woman. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have some issues that I've just not properly uh, diagnosed. Like I don't. I can't eat ice cream. I'm pretty sure I have. I'm. I do not want to find out that I have a gluten allergy, but I probably do. Yeah, that there, bagel. Yeah, grandma's bagel is not going anywhere. I mean, I don't know. Uh, do you like? Do you like ice cream? Or you, no, I don't even like ice. It's my worst personality trait. I do not like ice cream. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I don't like ice cream, no. and I don't like cake. This is a good yeah, time. This cold. is a good time. We <laughs> should oh, do. Yes. This is our special edition of the Jewish bug bite. <laughs> <laughs> the bubba bubby bite. Oh boy. Yuck. I've got one for you. Okay. I was just thinking about it this morning. Uh, it, it's it's layered. It's layered. But westerns. Okay. So let me go deeper. <laughs> not just like not just like I hate all westerns. Uh, I was thinking about the idea like when I'm watching a western, there's everything about a western I hate. Cowboys, dirt dust mud everyone's walking like you ever watch a, a horse like like they they hitch their horse and they jump off and they inevitably step in mud and it's like <laughs> this is at a time when they don't have hot water like they're not like showering you can't just clean you're constantly dirty right i hate this idea of like constant dirty you know and what are they fighting about i feel like the deputy like there's always a deputy that and they're they just shoot in each a other time where it's like i don't like you you know i want your land are you it's a like, fan of the spaghetti westerns? Westerns are also all three hours long. Yeah. Yeah. That's something to remember. Three I feel hours. like I've watched like Good, Bad, and Ugly. Yeah. Or like classic. One, my friend, my dear friend Finn Straley, I love him so much, but he, for his birthday, invited everyone to go see the something seven, the Magnificent Seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, at the New Beverly Theater. And I... It was so long. <laughs> <laughs> I was so tired. And I was like... I was like, I can see some of the value in this, yeah, but I can't do it. Honestly, they're all the same. They're the same. They're the same. I hate to say that, but yeah, westerns are the same. True. And I can. True. I have value, and I understand. Like these are. This is a good movie. Good, bad, and ugly is good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> is it? You know. I feel like it was from. A, it's also those movies are so long because they're from a time where people didn't have as much other stuff yeah. to occupy their time with yeah. or enter- entertainment, <laughs> and so you go, well, I'm going to the movies. I want to be there for a while. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. It was an event. That's true. That's. A, but now it's almost. I'm anxious. Like I'm like, okay, I have like an hour and forty minutes, and I want to go out. Like I'm right. Done. I people are yeah. still on their fucking phones and stuff. Oh yeah, thing. I'm all the time. I'm like. Oh. Ugh. Sending PDFs and everything. Else. <laughs> sending PDFs. <laughs> I, I look at the length of time of a movie before I go, so I like. Yeah, you gotta know emotionally. You have to prepare. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's the problem, honestly, with Netflix and all that stuff. For me, is like I'll say, okay, well, how long do I want to spend watching a movie tonight? And so right. I'll go to this is an hour and you know seventy two minutes. I know it's two hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, yeah, it's like, yeah. but it's like, oh my, I don't have time for that. Let's find one that's an hour and a half. You know how hard it is to find a movie now that's an hour and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't exist. Right. Does not I exist. feel like I've seen movies in theaters because they're short. <laughs> like I wouldn't have yeah. seen it, but I go, well, it's an hour 40. I'm, I'm there. It's like bite size. Yes, yeah, exactly. I appreciate that they're doing this. Yeah. Right. Can you just that? But if they're too short, you're like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> see, that reminds right. me of like, um, like going to see like a Bruce Springsteen in concert or something. I don't have the endurance to sure. watch him or to like be there for a four hour show or yeah. when people are like, this band played for three and a half hours. I'm like, why? That's not a good thing. You got to love that band. Yeah. Or you can't do it. Right. Yeah. 
that that almost brings up another bug bite. It's yes. like music festivals. Uh, Ugh, I hate music festivals. Mm-hmm. All day, three days. I can't. Do, no, that's like watching well, the longest it's, it's movie also, you've ever seen. You're paying so much money, and you are seeing a 30 minute set from every band. A- yeah. And this is it. It's not worth it. Yeah. I used to go to them all the time when I was younger. I but I remember a little. I feel like I remember the last one I went to. I was like, no. <laughs> I went to FYF Fuck Yeah Fest in in LA. It used to be a one day thing. I haven't been since they expanded it to be more than one day, and it costs way more money now. But it used to be in this big like dirt lot in Chinatown, and I just remember so much dirt and dust was in the air yeah where you just like you could yeah like could feel it and you were like dirty by the end of the day and i was like i did this also i could see a band i like play for 30 minutes rather than just like seeing them somewhere else when they're in town and they're gonna play a full set exactly yep yeah and now it's turned into just people being there for like the social media purposes of it you gotta wear your outfit that is a theme yeah Uh, i don't know get in front of that painted wall that says something in, you know, enlightening. Yeah. I have to say though, I I like boys as a, <laughs> a sexual preference, but but uh, at Coachella, I really I've had to go for the past couple of years because my boyfriend gets tickets through his work and has to be there for work. But like, uh, I enjoy looking at all like the. I was gonna say young teens, but no, like um, <laughs> hell, over twenty-one-year-old like hot girls. Like, yeah. <laughs> like well, I enjoy being like her butt is hanging out, and I like I don't want to like eat ice cream off of it. But you, I wanna... well, you can kind of live vicariously. Go well. That seems fun to be that type of person. Yes, yes, I would love to be. That's what I used. I used to do a joke about this. How I go like there are certain things that I like wish I like. I truly wish I liked them because it seems very fun to like yes. them. But I just cannot. (laughs) (laughs) Like we talked about before we went on air, we're talking about like party buses and like spring break and like stuff like that where I'm like. It seems great to be that free. Yeah. You know, I just, it's not me. A party bus is a trap. Yeah. That's how I And I was saying earlier, it's like uh, when you can't get on one, let's say you're 19, you can't get on a party bus. It just seems like such a cool thing. You drive next to it on the the road or something like, look at all those people having fun and they're going places too. And then you actually are old enough to do it and you're like, Jesus, get me off this fucking thing. Everyone, it's just, it's the cheapest plastic cups you're drinking out of, the sugariest drinks, everyone's a mess. Uh, Party buses have to be very bad for the environment overall. You're right. You're right. We should do like a legislator against party buses. (laughs) (laughs) Outlaw the party bus. (laughs) (laughs) And like some like girls night to me. I love female friends, but like the thought of just like dancing with seven females for the whole night. I just want to like jump off whatever club that is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand a girl's night where we're not talking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The You're whole right. value of your girlfriends is you could talk to them. Yes, yes, exactly. But just they like will understand you. Yeah, you know. Yep. I, I don't understand this. I mean, I guess if there's a girls' night, it's probably ultimately because you're trying to hook up with someone. Yes. Yeah. You're you're all going out for yeah. that purpose. That's true. Which you know, uh, so at the place that that you performed at Whistle Stop has like a night called Booty Basement, and sure, th- and that is like very very a big hookup place. I know a yeah. lot that's of a couples gross that name. Have, yeah, yeah like it really that. is Booty Basement. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for booty basement. Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) I'll be in like antisocial attic or something. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds nice. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Do you want to go or do you want me to go? I mean, I guess off of this, I would say I feel how you do about Westerns about superhero movies. Really? Uh I am not into it. At all. Not into it. And I do feel like because they are so popular, they're all 
there are all kinds of different types of superhero movies now. Like, what was the one that came out that Taika Waititi directed uh, that everyone was like, wow. Uh, oh, you Thor. Have Thor. Thor, yeah. Ragnarok. So many people were like, Paige, but you love him. You love his <laughs> movies, so yeah. you should go yeah. see Thor. And yeah. I said, no, <laughs> because I do not like superhero movies. And, and I'm not going to be... Uh, I'm not going to feel differently just because it's someone I like who made it. Right. You right. Know? Right. right uh, and right. I feel like that was the same with Wonder Woman. Everyone's like, you have to see Wonder Woman. And I was like, maybe I don't have maybe to. Maybe you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I actually and, did not like that at all. No, but I you liked um, Spider-Man. I, I, mean, I grew up with comic books. I'm, I That's right. just what I like. I totally get it. It's been oversaturated at this I point. I saw when, I feel like when they became popular, yeah. it was just a thing. I, I saw Spider-Man. I saw Batman. I saw whatever came out. Yeah. But it's just such a thing now where every time a, a superhero movie comes out, somehow I'm like obligated to see it. <laughs> and that drives me crazy. Or I go, and you know what? No, I will be sitting this out because yeah. I do not care. <laughs> so it's like uh, the movie, but also the societal pressure of it's it. More, I guess it's more the societal pressure, right? Where people go, that's but, so funny. but you would like this one. And I go, well, <laughs> you know, that's fine. And if I, you know, it's, it's almost like. I wonder if I would have seen Thor if people hadn't yeah. constantly been telling me, mm, well, mm. Paige, this one's for you. It's <laughs> yes. like, okay, well, now so wait, I feel like it's not my own decision. Are you saying that you did not see Black Panther? Because this could be a sin. <laughs> I, I did not see Black Panther. What? A white person didn't I apologize didn't by going to see Black Panther? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see the movies I'm interested yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well... What do you got, Meryl? I have one. That, okay, so when at restaurants, when the waiter brings out food and no one can like ID what they have, that is fucking annoying. What like, do you mean? So, okay, I was just at a dinner party and I think it was about like six of us and the wait, wait staff brought out everyone's meals. Like they were holding our, our plates and everything and they were trying to like find the owner of right, who, like, got the who got the fetish, who got, yeah, yeah. yeah and people are just like staring off into oh, like I hate that I'm too. like I got the lasagna that's me go yeah. and so it's like 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 shut up pay attention yes they're here to help us yes I feel like and when, like, when meatloaf, people come out meatloaf and then they go through everyone they're uh, Oh, oh yeah, no, I'm the yes. meatloaf. I'm the meatloaf. Oh my I, god! I just have never been in a situation where I'm waiting for my food at a restaurant and I'm not like desperately looking for it. <laughs> so I don't understand like being distracted <laughs> Me too. when it shows up. Me too. I could be having the most engaging conversation and my eyes are up here looking <laughs> for my fettuccine alfredo <laughs> because I'm waiting for it. Me too. And so could you imagine just like w- like waiting like a minute and a half and then just be like, oh yeah yeah yeah, that's I me. I literally like, can't. No, me neither. No. I hate that world. I have a friend that w- without fail. The food comes like, no, no, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. It's like, you didn't get the the shrimp tacos. Nope, no, 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 no. I got the, uh, what did I get? What did I get? What did I get? Oh, I got the shrimp tacos. It's like, <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah. Come on, man. I think if you can't, if you have about 12 seconds and then if you don't claim it. it 12 is a long time. I'll Maybe prove like it. Sounds agonizing. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay, so we're almost at the end but i wanted to ask you about um you still do the podcast mall talk is that yeah your pro- okay cool so it's all about malls yes that you talk about malls. wait wait, wait. Could tell us more about yeah this, this is amazing uh, myself and my friend another comedian emily fay hosts this podcast called mall talk on the forever dog podcast network nice. uh where we uh we talk about the mall we we both love going to the mall uh-huh uh any mall we both hang out a lot at the the glendale galleria and the americana brand in glendale in la uh and like i'll just go there to spend time oh my gosh i love um, it um i i 
often will go right at the Barnes and Noble. Uh-huh. You they know. still have a Barnes and Noble. Yes, the Caruso wow. uh, properties who own the Grove in LA, and they also own the Americana. There's oh, yeah. a Barnes and Noble at both, and they're they keeping Barnes and Noble alive. Yeah, and they are. The one in Burbank, I was just at, and pe- someone was eating like a chicken piccata. Like the the it's a full service like kitchen there now. That almost. Barnes and Noble in Burbank is by where the IKEA used to be. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a rough Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a nice one. I didn't get a good representation of what they. No, could be. No, no, and none of them are nice. But they're I like you know so I we both just like going there, and so uh, and we both grew up going to mall all the time. And I you know I like if I'm on the road I will go to the mall to kill time. Yeah. You know, things like that. That's so hysterical. Do you go to like like chain restaurants? Is that a thing that you like to do as well? Like because yeah. those are usually in malls. Sure. Yeah. I mean I love a Red Robin. Oh my I, God, I love me Red too. Robin. Shut your face. I love <laughs> Red Robin. I haven't been in years. I'm dying. That was that was <laughs> the thing is every, uh, you know, every weekend my my uh, friends would get dropped off at Red Robin. I'd order a I'd order a soup and uh, and bo- and bottomless fries. Oh my gosh! You know, because that's what you eat like when you're a teenager. Yep. Yeah. And you just hang out. And so uh, we decided to start this podcast where we ask people about like what was your mall growing up? <gasps> whoa, Do you whoa, whoa. still like going oh to the mall? God. So you have guests on and they yeah. talk about the mall. Yes. If you ever need two people from the Campfire <laughs> Shit Show podcast, I grew up in uh, Pennsylvania uh-huh. and like the Wyoming Valley Mall was ex- like the only thing. So every Friday they would drop my friend Courtney and I off and we would go buy like hacky sacks yeah. from like the little like Grateful Dead store and we'd walk around and like bang our hacky socks off of things. Yeah. But I feel like the mall, especially in like a small town, was yeah. where the action was, you know? Absolutely. And I think even if like most people, even if they didn't really hang out at the mall, they have stories. Yeah. It's such yeah. like a central American, not central American, but a central thing <laughs> for Americans growing up. I feel like oh you just God. end up at the mall all the time. And so we'll ask people about like, what was your mall growing up? Um, do you still like going to the mall? Sometimes people are like, I hate going to the mall. And we always say, okay, but when are you going? <laughs> and what is your purpose? Because I think when people hate the mall, it's because they go on Saturday afternoons and they're trying to buy one thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. of course that's awful. Or they need to yeah. like return this at Sephora. Yeah. That is a nightmare. Of yeah. course. But yeah, so I, I mean, I love going, you know, off hours, weekdays oh um, and just hanging out. And so, and then we have each guest uh, pick a store that they really like to talk about so you know the last one we did my friend finn i was talking about he picked wizards of the coast if you remember that store it's out of business now <laughs> but you know that it's so f- i consider our podcast a historical document for oh these shut down oh stores we had someone talk about walden books oh, wet seal i was just gonna say yeah walden books that's so funny yeah we had jessica gal she was a writer on corporate uh she and rick and morty and all kinds of things she came on and talked about how her mom would just drop her off at walden books for a day you know yeah so it, it's it's fun oh my god yeah. well i shoplifted a lot at spencer's so <laughs> Fantastic. I just want, you know people admitting to shoplifting uh, yeah, I, yeah i need that more okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what about you i feel like in ohio you would go to the, oh, mall. the mall that we would go to was so small i think from the from its inception, from the day it opened, it was the ghetto mall because oh, really? it was there was just one mall uh, in a town of I think the closest town to me was about 20 minutes away, 15, 20 minutes away. And it had about 20,000 people that lived in that city. I had 800 people in my city. OK. Yeah. And so we go to the big city where there's 20,000 people. And uh, it was just, you know, Kmart on one end. 
JCPenney on the other. Yeah. And then everything in the middle is exactly what you think it is. It's like, <laughs> you know, s- the record store. Right. The arcade. The East of Chicago pizza. Oh, Did yeah. they used to have that? Did you have yeah, East of yep, Chicago pizza? Yeah, I know exactly. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a, I'm not it, familiar. It was the gr- we called it East of Greece. It was just the worst <laughs> pizza. But like, you know, these little stupid shops would be open and... The, yeah. I, yeah. Would you was, ever dress up? Like I would always dress up hoping that like this boy Joe Charney, he's actually dead now. Rest in peace, Joe <laughs> oh Charney. My I know, I know. He was like I he was always the hot, I don't know what he died of, but uh what if he like died at the mall or something like that? He like slipped out oh of but like I don't think he died at the mall, but like he, I thought he was always gonna be there. So I would like yeah. dress up and then I would hear like, Oh no, he was just at this interse- intersection of the mall, so I would like go this to the gap and this then go before here. Before cell phones probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would wow. have like my friends be like, Joe went this way. Oh, I feel like that's always something that comes up when we talk to people on mall talk is is people going to the mall knowing that other groups of teens are gonna so be at the mall. Funny. That's why I love Did You See Eighth Grade? No. I, I know I didn't see it. There's a great mall scene in eighth grade of, of you know, she's there with the older kids who invite her out, you know, and they're they're running into it's it, it's very uh, I feel like it really embodies what I what I that's what we're hysterical. To talk about. What a good podcast yeah, I idea. Love I love that. That's a really brilliant. Have you had do you guys have like any partnerships with malls or anything like that? Or? No. no? Uh, I mean, we just started doing ads. So hopefully, you know, something. Maybe some live mall shows, maybe? <laughs> I would. My fantasy is to do a show at the Pacific Theaters at the Americana. Oh, my God. It would God. be so cool. And yeah. a mall tour. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm more excited about this topic than anything going on in my life. <laughs> do you have any shows coming up? I will be in uh, San Francisco, actually, at the Punchline, uh, headlining a show on Wednesday, March 20th. It's called the charm offensive nice so nice if you live there yeah. now do you have an album out i do i have an album out from uh, uh jonah ray's record label literally figurative which is part of ast a special things a special thing uh, my album is called girlfriend at the time cool nice. yeah nice and where can people come see you like uh, as far as like social media wise i am at page weldon p-a-i-g-e-w-e-l-d-o-n uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and you can also follow Mall Talk at Mall Talk Pod. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm a page fan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much Thank for being you. here. We love you. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. Yeah. Yay. Good luck out there. And that was Paige. That was Paige. And our podcast with Paige. P- and a podcast C- with Paige. P- Let's make a song for Paige. Hey, Paige. You were on our show. And you were pretty cool. You're not singing with me here. I was going to jump in with like, have us on your mall talk. Have us on your mall talk. That was <laughs> I was waiting for the big crescendo. Oh. Um, Paige is probably like, what the fuck? I know. She's like, is? I'm not sharing this shit. No. Uh, I, I love Paige. Yeah. I, I could watch her stand up like a lot. Me too. Yeah. Check she's got, out, she's got a real good thing going on. And uh, I think she's going to be, again, one of those comedians that in five years, you're like, how the fuck did you ever get to meet this person? Because she's untouchable now. She's so good. I salute her. I Thank well, you I, for I, your service, yeah, You really got into her whole Jew thing. Because why do you why do why do Jewish people have to like, you know, get all? Bo, it's a tribe. Okay. Maybe you don't have anything like that. I don't have a tribe. I guess. I know you have to find one. I need to find a tribe and a ride or die. 
right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that what they're saying these days? I want, I want my ride or die. Well, take your 23 and me results and post it on Reddit for people to like join you or something. <laughs> you know, you yeah. win the white supremacist. Uh, yeah. Unfortunate, my ride or die. <laughs> You'd get like a, a, a torch sent to you yeah, in the yeah, mail by yeah. someone. A Photoshop version of all those guys with their tiki torches, but then my <laughs> face is in the background. Like, oh, no. Yeah, that's unfortunately my tribe. Um, Thank you, Paige. Thank you, listener. (laughs) Thank you. I like how you you realize, you recognize there's only one. No, (laughs) listener. Listener. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, that was great. Love her. And uh, go check her out. It's really great. Okay, my sushi's ready, so I got to go. You really do? You're going to eat sushi? Yep. Are they going to wrap it in rice or is it is it the is it a roll pudding. or is it like a um well I mean you are having a dinner party soon so, so maybe like I could little pick maggots it you got little maggots it, all over yep. it like the little <laughs> soy sauce maggots swimming uh, in worms yeah well I'm not going to invite you to any more dinner parties and we can talk about that at another time I love you we'll see you later guys thank Bye. you so much this episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Sleep tight.